one of the first things that we did is we built what we referred to then as the Triangle Sovereign Data Project. In the data industry, they refer to this project as a data lake that all streams flow into. So our membership changes flow into that lake. New property changes flow into that lake and becoming exponentially more important when you can imagine AI watching that lake and only the MLS can see all of it. Hey guys, welcome to the Triangle Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fagioli. And today I have the honor and the privilege to interview the CEO of Triangle MLS, Matt Fowler. And if you don't know, Matt has a deep background in the MLS world. He's been building the software that runs MLSs for most of his career, about 25 years at least. And he's only been with Triangle MLS as the CEO for about 18 months, but his deep breadth of knowledge uh, across the country in terms of what every great MLS in the country is doing and, and how to bring it to great effect in the Triangle is unmatched. And I'm incredibly excited to be on the team that is building the greatest MLS in the country here at Triangle. And without further ado, here is my brief interview with your CEO, Matt Fowler. Hey guys, welcome back to the Triangle Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Fagioli, back here with the man himself, uh, leader of all things Triangle, Matt Fowler. How are you, man? Man, I am great. I am fired up this week. We've got a busy week getting ready for next week. Well, there's tons going on, and uh, of course, we we, we can't uh, miss a beat talking about the PropTech South Conference coming up next week for all the Triangle members, and tons to talk about there, but uh, uh, I wanted to get you back on here uh, just to kind of talk about where uh, uh, State of the Union, which I think is things are moving so fast that State of the Union has to be every month or six weeks or something. So I know. Tell me about it. I was just talking to John Wood on our board of directors about this very issue, the issue of, of, of pace in the real estate space right now. I mean, yeah, it's a exciting time to be alive and to be in this, in this space. And I think, you know, uh, times of transition like this is really when leadership is just so important. Um, I think it's also, uh, an opportunity to really move the ball downfield for our, our members. It's really very excited about this fall. Well, I, I know we, we talk about it a lot, but um, I want to kind of wipe the slate clean a little bit and pretend that uh, you're talking to a member who hasn't heard all the stuff that's going on and tell them all the stuff that's going on as much as you can in, in 20 minutes. You know, what, um, what are we doing right now and what are we going to talk about next week? And, What's coming this fall? Yeah, I'm really, you know, we struggle to encapsulate these things, as, as you were saying earlier, that are just necessarily geeky on some level uh, and, you know, try to make those, you know, uh, real. And um, just so that the, like you just said, the person who hasn't read every single thing that we say online uh, understands how this kind of connects to their own real estate practice. And I, I guess there's a couple of things. Um, the The first thing is that Triangle is, uh, has just completed uh, converting the local terms that we use to define houses for sale. Um, we literally translated them from 
like one set of terms that were our local terms, like uh, we call uh, uh, soda uh, cheer wine uh, in North Carolina. Uh, and that's a local, uh, that's a local thing, right? They don't have that in Arizona. Um, and it turns out that there's a, a dictionary that other geeks like, uh, like us, Matt, uh, have put together um, uh, called the Real Estate uh, Standards Organization. And they, they have this dictionary and it, like it doesn't have the word contingent in it. Um, they use a term called active under contract and it has a specific set of information that goes with it. Um, and uh, it's, it's known nationally as, as the thing that happens in between like active and, and closed uh, or pending in most cases. Uh, but active under contract has been like rehashed and thought about and the lawyers from like 70 cities literally have looked over it and decided that that's what we're going to go with. And when people from Philadelphia or Los Angeles or New York City that we see actively looking at our listings in, in the area through Realtor.com and other uh, portals, we can see that um, that those people are looking at our listings and they're used to the terms that have been adopted as part of the national standard. And when they come into North Carolina and they see these local things that we've come up with that mean something to us, but literally no one else, okay? <laughs> In the country, um, they wonder what other things are do we do that's that are not normal, right? Is it like this is something that that I don't recognize? Um, you know, like like what's a frog? Uh, and those are things that are are known, right, in, in different various parts of the country. But um, I think it's uh, one of the. I was telling this earlier. I hope it's not terribly offensive, uh, but it's sort of like the reason lawyers use Latin in just a sentence when they're talking to you. It's not because they think you speak Latin. It's because they want to sound smart and say things that they know you don't know. Uh, and it, it, it lowers trust. It reduces the transparency that we're trying to have at Triangle. Uh, so one of the many, many reasons that we've adopted this, this new set of terms is are, are those reasons, right? So this is something that, that we're doing. People that log into the system this fall are going to see that there are some things that have changed. Uh, some of those things, just the naming of things are related to this, this translation that we just did. But that also empowers, as I'm sorry to interrupt, as our buddy Sam DeBoard is going to come and talk about in the session in the afternoon uh, next Thursday. Wow, next Thursday. Um, and Sam's going to talk about how choice or how standards empower choice. And the fact that we're all on this dictionary now and we can talk to each other means that coming in November, you'll be able to pick Paragon, Matrix, or Flex, or all three, because we're able to build them on that, that common platform. So that's a lot of geeky stuff, but to an agent in the field means you can use whatever MLS interface you think is going to make you look best in front of your consumer. Well, I, I, th I think it's actually really good. That's this is the first time, you and I have talked about this a hundred times, but it's the first time that we talked about it in those terms about the RISO standard and, and how language translates from local area to local area. And I, I think that's really good because it, it sort of frames up the front door to the complexity. Um, and what that, what you can talk about from there is that, well, you know, uh, the knee bones connected to the shin bone and on down the line. And so as you start to make all those changes at triangle, you, which you've obviously, you guys have been deep into, um, it's like, well, we're breaking it. So we're going to break all of it. 
And the the outcome, though, is going to allow every agent, every broker to have much more portability um, with their data in both directions. Now, we talk a lot about using the data for software tools that we want to use in our real estate business. Um, but up until now, you and I haven't talked that much about the portability in the opposite direction and making sure that everybody everywhere in the country and globally looks at my listing and understands the terms we're using. Yeah, I think that's important, right, to be um, for the terms to be simple and understandable and for them to be common across the market. Uh, if you're um, if you're a member and you deal with this all the time, you know, and contingent means one thing in Winston-Salem and it means a different thing 50 miles down the road in Raleigh. Um, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, you're going to get confused about which what means what. You're literally using the same word that to mean different things. Uh, and in contract law, which is, you know, peel back all the marketing stuff, that's really what we do here, you know, is we're trying to facilitate these contracts for sale. Uh, and in contract law, that kind of ambiguity is is just, well, it's, that's where the lawyers pay for their votes. And we don't want to be a, we don't want to be a part of that, you know. They have dis lawyers twice in one phone call. Sorry. Well, and and even you know when you start talking about the way MLSs now are talking to each other, merging with one another, certainly short of that, certainly you know sharing data across platforms, and um, you know everybody needs to be speaking the same language. This has been true forever, Matt, but I think it in my world it became clearer when you had new companies coming into the market uh, that were going to be nationwide, right? So they, they went out, they did the funding, they knew they were going to have a, a, you know, a broker in every significant market. And when they came to us in North Carolina and said, you know, we're members in all these MLSs in the state already. And um, uh, can we just get one feed, please? And we said, well, that's not a thing. Actually, there's, 29 different licensing agreements and um, they're not different for a reason. They're just different because they're different. And uh, so that's just a mess and PropTech is still there. And even if we haven't done kind of institutional reorganization, we are really engaged in data sharing. Uh, And when we did strategic planning in January, uh, uh, something like half the total votes cast were about data sharing. Uh, either with, uh, you know, one neighbor or another. And uh, we have recently completed a merger for those people who don't read the email uh, with Burlington Alamance. So Burlington Alamance County Association of Realtors is now the, the fifth uh, stakeholder association in, um, in Triangle. They have a, a board seat. They have three seats on the stakeholder council. We They legitimately have a, a voice and agency into, you know, what we do and the changes that we make at, at MLS. Um, we are currently in the process of negotiating with uh, uh, what would be our sixth uh, association uh, to join as a stakeholder. So super excited about that. And, you know, I think one of the reasons that, that they're interested in, in joining us uh, is because of the, just the depth and the quality of the data. Accuracy and completeness of the data are our two primary strategic objectives. We have five, and uh, accuracy and completeness is the number one. One, uh, again, just trying to, you know, kind of tell the people who pay their dues every month, uh, who don't really have any idea what we do down at down at the MLS office. Um, you know, we spend time making data sharing easier. 
we spend time uh, making sure that the software systems that we use are all best in class. And I think it's a, a decent metaphor, uh, Matt, you were talking about, um, you know, about the changes that are ongoing right now and, and how maybe there's some turbulence. Uh, and there certainly is when we, when we replace things like our, our association management system, we just made everybody change their password or at least reenter it. Um, uh, I love telling 15,000 people they have to change their password. Uh, we, we made everybody capture a cell number, right? But all of this is to make the data more secure. Um, some of your listeners might know that one big MLS provider in the country was down for like three weeks and counting or something um, because of a ransomware attack. So we spend a lot of time on security and um, making sure that everything that, that, we're using on the back end is best in class. And I, I want to stop, you, I wanna stop of, you for just yeah, a go, second go, go. because uh, yeah. I bet you that if there's one member in triangle, maybe two that know about what you just said. Um, but I want to stop everybody and listen for a second to go like, what if your MLS went down for two weeks while you were yeah. trying to operate your business that happened I don't think most people in the triangle would know that because triangle hasn't had that problem. And thankfully I think there's only one MLS that's ever had that problem of that length. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that can happen and has just happened. And I think it's just really it, 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 like we should have a moment of silence to consider, um, you know, how important it is. And, and that's a big piece of this conversation about making sure that, you know, we've got, you know, next generation level tech, in the MLS side, because um, that's a devastating yeah. failure. Yeah, it really is, and I really feel for those guys. I mean, they've got long-term friends that 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 work there, uh, Scott, you know, and Nikki, and it's it's rough. Uh, but uh, for our for the Triangle, um, you know, subscribers that are hearing this, uh, because of my long history and as a software um, uh, CEO, I was astonished. At the lack of a durable disaster recovery uh, plan, uh, and it's not just Triangle; it's really any MLS. When this MLS provider, they're like a paragon, uh, went down, there were what was it, thirty-four cities or something that were down, uh, uh, and not just the MLS, but their billing system. They couldn't add a new member. So, um, uh, one of the first things that we did is we built what we referred to then as the Triangle Sovereign Data Project. Uh, we've since um, changed its name to uh, the Jordan Project after the lake because in the data industry, they refer to this project as a data lake. And it's, a, it's just a database out in the cloud somewhere that all streams flow into, hence the, the lake idea. Uh, so our you know membership changes flow into that lake, new property changes flow into that lake, uh, lockbox opens, um, showing time schedules, all of those things are data that's important and becoming just exponentially more important when you can imagine AI watching that lake and coming out of, uh, you know, coming out with um, uh, intuitive findings that we might not even know we don't know about what's happening in our data set. And only the MLS can see all of it. Uh, so our subscribers have, uh, through their membership and the, as a member benefit in the MLS, have access to 
you know, to the derivatives of that data in the future to empower their businesses. We won't be able to do that if the licensing agreements are are correct with the data capturing tools that we're that we're putting out there. Um, some of the choices that we make don't seem super obvious to the subscribers, and some of it's driven by the quality of that licensing agreement. Like we may have picked a tech that isn't the fanciest one uh, because the end result is something that we still own. Whereas there are other kind of fancy techs that have fancy cameras. Uh, and if you read the fine print, it says the gross living area is belongs to us after you sign this licensing agreement. Uh, and think that through for 10 years and they now have a database of all sorts of stuff that would have had to have come from us. So, you know, we have to really, there's a lot that goes into the choice of new tech. And um, that's, uh, that, that is one of them. But the, the fact that it's in multiple places and it's uh, like Paragon um, Matrix and, and, and Flex coming up this fall, if one of those is down, you still have access to all the others. And this kind of single point of failure that we just saw in the MLS space, you know, one, we have a sovereign copy of our data in our lake that is, you know, usable if somebody, if, if Black Knight should just uh, Enron on us and vanish into the distance, then we would have a durable, not just like a tape copy or, you know, um, on a hard drive somewhere, but something we can just flip over to uh, if one of our, if one of our vendors is down. Mm. Well, Matt, I, I appreciate you taking the time to to try to share some with this. And, you know, as we've been saying, it's sort of necessarily geeky, um, but yeah, apparently, um, well, but, you know, I think uh, it's important for uh, members of Triangle to understand at some level um, that uh, the, the, the great folks at Triangle are not sitting back, uh, you know, drinking sweet tea. Uh, there's an incredible amount that goes into um, building the, the, the next gen best MLS in the country. And, um, and we're hard at work on that. Yeah, we've got a great team. I couldn't do it without, um, you know, some of these people, uh, Lynn's been here 25 years, Alan 15, Matt 15. Um, there's a bunch of people that have been here a long time. And, you know, the combination of that experience and my really great board of directors, they're fantastic. Um, they've certainly given me the, you know, the permission and the resources to go and become the best MLS in the country. I think we are on our way. Mm. Well, guys, if you're hearing this, uh, you're, it's PropTech South, with, by the time you hear this, is tomorrow. So uh, we hope you guys can make it there. It's the 21st, Thursday, the 21st of September. You can still get a ticket at PropTechSouth.com. And stay tuned here to the Triangle Real Estate Podcast for all the cool updates on the great stuff coming and some of our past interviews uh, you may catch from the past few months we built this podcast but it's here to serve you the members of triangle mls and we'll see you back here again real soon thanks matt thanks for having me matt